0: To the Just Be With Me podcast. This is a podcast about self-care, about authenticity, and most importantly, about being human and being yourself. Your host is trying her best. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Just Be Here With Me podcast. So I'm currently... Um, actually boiling some tea and (laughs) it is almost probably going to be ready in like a few minutes so I may take a break Um, you may hear like I take a break from this segment and then like once I get my tea all together like and carry it over to my desk I like start again I was like, should I start while I'm boiling this or should I start afterwards? And originally thought I was gonna do it afterwards, but then I was like, you know what, I'm just in the podcasting mood, I just wanna start. So you may get the pleasure of hearing the kettle boil. Um and I am that person, by the way, who's like like you know that saying? I can't remember what exactly it is, but <laughs> like, you know, don't watch the kettle boil or I don't know, like you're sitting there watching. It's about patience. It's like basically like you're sitting there watching the tea boil or something. And it's just like, I'm that person who likes doing that. I don't know why I feel that like so calms me down, but it's just like, I think it's the process of cooking too. I really love the process of cooking because I get to see, and I'll just like sit there stirring something that like I don't really need to stir. But, like, I just love being there for it, <laughs> you know? I just love the, the process of, like, watching it come to fruition. And it's, like, so satisfying to me. I don't know why. <laughs> but anyways, um, so I am going to get some tea. We're almost at the boiling point. I don't know if you can hear it, but that little prickly sound... It's getting louder now. <laughs> the little prickly sound is the water boiling. So I'm gonna take it off in like two seconds. Um, I need to move some bread actually. So you might hear that too. I need to move some bread that like, I got this bread from like, what was it? It's not Olive Garden, um, carabas the other day. And you know how like it gets, bread gets kind of hard after like the second day or something like I don't know what to do with it now exactly. So I'll probably figure out something to do with that. And we are really boiling. Okay, there we go. I'm going to take this off. Um, I may mean, not pause for this, actually. You can just hear the background sounds for now. <laughs> but yeah, I'm just going to pour my tea. And you might hear that. I don't know. Um, okay, there we go. All right. I have some green reishi tea today that I am loving right now i so love this tea it's the best um and it's just like so relaxing this is the bread by the way i'm like moving the bread again it's in this paper bag so i don't know if it's noisy but (laughs) i got this reishi green tea from gano herb it's literally g-a-n-o-h-e-r-b is the company and it's actually really good it's organic it's like certified organic it supports your immune health apparently and of course reishi has all these benefits like i'm not super into the mushrooms so i don't fully know you know everything to do with everything with mushrooms but i really love this tea it's like it doesn't i don't want to say it doesn't taste great but <laughs> but i guess Um, if anyone's had, like, rooibos tea with honey, there's this, like, one brand, I think it's, like, let me just go ahead and, like, look in my kitchen, because I'm, like, right here, (laughs) but, um, (laughs) there's this, like, insanely good tea, um, True Honey Teas, rooibos tea, oh my god, it is the best tea I've ever tasted, and... It's, like, seriously my favorite, and everyone who's tried it has been, like, yes, this is the best tea that I've ever tasted, so the green reishi tea kind of tastes more like how I would kind of think a black tea tastes like, so it's a bit more, like, I don't know, it's a bit more, like, I don't want to say bitter because that sounds, like, really bad, but (laughs) um, it's, like, it's, like, a very tea-tasting tea, you know? like the traditional kind of thing that you would think a tea tastes like is kind of how this kind of tastes like but it's really good for you and it's like not a bad taste or anything (laughs) I don't want to like say that and like turn people off it's actually really good tea um I just I find it contrasting to like this other sweeter tea that I have that obviously has honey in it um so I could put some honey in this one I guess and see how it tastes but for now I'm just going to drink it straight like without <laughs> saying like like that like it's alcohol or something. I don't even know. But <laughs> I'm just going to drink it without anything in it. But at one point in the near future, I may hop on the show and actually have tried it with honey. So I will update you on that. But that is my tea situation today. So yeah, um other updates. Let's see. This will be coming out when we have started our first, not our first month, what am I saying? Our fourth month in the membership, but our first month that I'm sharing publicly on here um, for August for the membership. We'll be starting the um, Love the Body You're In month, which is, that's our theme for the month. It's all about body positivity. You may have noticed today's episode, (laughs) has positivity and body positivity in the title so you know we're gonna be getting into that and that's why because we have this theme and I actually mapped out all these episodes that I wanted to do in Notion. I don't know if you've heard of Notion before you guys but oh my gosh Notion is really great. (laughs) I love Notion. It's like Evernote combined with all these other things and it does take a little while to like learn how to customize it but I just love this platform. It's so clean and minimalist and, like, just makes my life so much easier. I think I'm actually going to use it for school when I get back into, like, the fall semester. Once I start um, back at university in the fall, I think I'm actually going to use it for notes. I'm kind of using it for, like, everything in my life right now. (laughs) Um, And I've kind of tried to switch over from Evernote. I still kind of put some, like, quick notes in Evernote. Um... But Notion is kind of becoming my go-to, which I really love because it's so organized. Like, I I just love how well organized it is. So, yeah, we have some episodes for August that I'm very excited about. We're going to be diving into body positivity, diet culture, all these different things. And at the end of the month, really talking about um, how to be comfortable in your own skin. Things like intuitive eating, intuitive living, intuitive exercising, all these things to really feel good in your skin. And today's episode is kind of, I guess, a controversial one. <laughs> um, I'm, like, starting to be controversial now. I'm, like, usually not controversial. Like, I usually don't take sides on things. And now I'm starting to, I think, because I'm just on this journey in my own expression, both in business and in life, to be more authentic to myself Um, As I said before, like, this show is about being authentic and being human and, like, all of the different shades and colors of that experience and feelings and all those things and just being real. Um, And so I am going to start taking sides on things now, but not, like, you know, I don't know. I feel like this debate is not really that huge of a debate. Like, I guess it kind of is, but I don't know. So... (laughs) expect more content like that, sort of, in the next few months, probably. I'll just talk about things, um, because I do want to be honest about my opinion, and this doesn't mean that it has to be your opinion, by the way. Like, this is a safe space for you to, like, disagree, um, and think differently than me. (laughs) Like, obviously, there's some things that, like, from the get-go, I do want to kind of create as boundaries, I guess. Like, you know, like, we are- a community that's, you know, supportive of, like, LGBTQ rights, we are an inclusive, supportive space, um, we are an anti-racist space, like, those things are, like, kind of hard rules for me, like, that is pretty much, you know, those are, like, the boundaries, if you will, so those things I'm pretty, like, I'm solid on, definitely, um, and those are things that really matter to me to cultivate in this space. Other than things like that, if we have a debate like something like this, obviously you can think differently. Obviously you can think differently just listening to this, whatever whatever you want to do, right? Like, because you're a free person listening to this who can think whatever they want. Um, but it really matters that we're creating a, an inclusive space for me. So if there's anything that isn't for that, if there's anybody who isn't for that, this probably isn't the community for you. Um, so yeah, so I will say that there's like some non-negotiables that are just going to be part of our community and our discourse. Um, but other than that, there's like a lot of free space, obviously to have your own opinion. Um, and just contribute to the discussion in your own way and I think this is so important to like have an open space for discussion too um and you know obviously we'll have different discourse that goes on and like in our communities too um you know I'm on Instagram and I'm on Pinterest obviously Pinterest there isn't as much like I think like space for that mostly because like it's like pins right (laughs) but Instagram it's like we can have discussions about all these things right And we can disagree on things and, like, all of those things, right? Um, But we do want to create a loving space here. So that's, like, my priority is creating a loving, kind space and also a comfortable space and a safe space for everyone. So, yeah. So I just want to say that from the (laughs) get-go. But, yeah, in terms of this, um, I'm so interested to hear other people's thoughts because I think... Both sides are so interesting to this, Um, and I guess we can just jump in. So today we'll be talking about the body positivity versus health debate, and I don't know if this is really the way you would phrase it. I don't really know if this is like the correct way to say like if it's like the health debate, but this is just something I've been seeing online recently, Um, and like probably in the past few months, maybe past few years even. I don't know when I first saw this. Um, but basically there's this conversation going on, um, when people talk about body, body positivity, sometimes other people will chime in and go like, you know, what about your health and stuff like, you know, you also have to take care of your health. And i really, so here's my perspective on this. You can agree to disagree for sure. (laughs) You know, this is your perspective, right? Um, and you know, or this is my perspective and you can have your perspective on this. Um, for me, i kind of feel like they're on the same side, Um, Because for me, what body positivity means to me, and this is just my personal definition for my own body, is really, you know, obviously, like, creating a space where we're not judging ourselves, creating a space where we're not judging others, um, and also creating a space where we can feel comfortable in ourselves and our body. And for me, too, I think body positivity and, you know, it goes hand in hand with self-love for me, which really does mean taking care of myself, does mean taking care of my health because I love myself so deeply, right? Um, we're talking about like being, you know, kinder towards ourselves and our bodies. It's like I'm, I am love myself so deeply and I care about myself and respect myself so deeply that like I am going to take care of myself. Of course I am, right? So I think it's kind of interesting that we've kind of had this split um, and I can see both sides of this because... I can see where people are maybe concerned that, like, this could lead to, like, you know, people talking about, like, you know, I don't know, not necessarily, like, normalizing not taking care of your health or not taking care of your body. And I can also see the other side of, like, we've had and we have all these, like, systems and narratives and all these things in our society that are talking about... You know, how our bodies should not be celebrated if they're like this or like this or like this. And I think there's so much to be said for like just being where you are, loving yourself where you are, accepting yourself where you are, and not trying to change yourself so much. You know, obviously, there's there's things with like health and different things where, like, yeah, you might have some health goals, right? And want to change some things. And that is perfectly fine. Um, I think there's like a difference between being antagonistic towards yourself and being cruel towards yourself and being and having language that doesn't support you and having goals that are supporting your well-being and are supporting your health um and so I think they're kind of it's for me at least it's kind of the same thing is like I love myself and I take care of myself and I accept myself and like all of that is woven into my health and All of that is a part of taking care of myself, you know, exercising and, you know, you know, taking care of my self-talk and making sure I'm eating nutritious meals. And like all of that is woven together for me. Um, So I kind of see it as like both. (laughs) And I also can see where there is a split. Um... So yeah, I guess I see I see different sides of it, um, but yeah, I, I don't think that, you know, you should not take care of yourself health wise in the name of like, you know, I would say in the name of accepting your body because I think you should accept your body, what whatever, whatever it is wherever you are right, and there you don't have to feel shame about that. I don't think I don't think it's about feeling shame. I think the debate really. It kind of creates this, this these two sides of like, do you celebrate your body and where you are, or do you like shame yourself and try to get to a better place, right? And we've been taught this narrative of like, and we're gonna get into this in the diet culture episode and just talking about like weight loss and how that's talked about in our society. Definitely want to have a conversation on my thoughts on that, Um, and of course have a conversation online more with you guys too, um, but. You know, it's like there's this narrative that, like, we have to feel bad about ourselves and that's how we're going to change. And that's, like, so much more than just our bodies. But for now, I'll just focus on that um, because that could be a huge, bigger conversation and another episode, really, of, like, self-improvement and, like, the economy around that and just how much we create this narrative that, like, we have to shame ourselves to really change and if we don't feel bad about something, that we're never going to get to where we want to be or something. Like, there's a lot of stuff out there that kind of tells you, like, oh, you should be, like, you should feel bad or wrong for being where you are, who you are, if you're not in the place you want to be, right? And I just don't think that's true, you know? I think we're human, we're going to mess up, we're going to make mistakes. And that's not to say you shouldn't feel, like, guilty if you've done something wrong, like, that's a normal thing, right? Right? And that's, that helps you, your conscience helps you, your conscience helps you, like, make things right, you know, and and it helps you to be able to, you know, go to the other person and apologize or just work it out, right? Like, if you have a conflict with someone, right? You know, so that's useful, that's very useful, but I think, you know, I think Brene Brown has a quote um, from one of her books and she says shame is the worst motivator and I just think that's so true you know I think for me when I really started taking care of myself when I really started prioritizing loving my body and that being partnered with health and that being partnered with the fact that I'm taking care of myself I'm nourishing myself I'm listening to my body and what it wants and what it needs and the support it needs to be thriving and when I got into this space of of loving myself so deeply that I took care of myself and I cared about the fact that I was, you know, making sure to, you know, have nourishing meals and, you know, making sure that I was finding things that felt good for me when it came to exercise and things like that, like, that I think can be, like, both can exist, Right. You know, and I think it's like, love yourself where you are, like, you are perfect and fine as you are, and there can be things you want to change, and there can be things you want to grow in, right? But it's like, celebrate the fact that, like, your body's here, you're breathing, right? You know, you don't have to think about a lot of things, and I think this is so, this awareness is so important, like, you don't have to think about the blood pumping through your veins, you don't have to think about the fact that your heart's beating, like, you don't have to do that, right? That just happens automatically. And that's such a blessing. Like, you don't have to think of a lot of things, you know? Um, and you could be thankful for so much of that and just realize what a miracle and what a beautiful, you know, thing that is to have a body like this, to have a body that carries you through this life, to have this vessel, you know, no matter how it looks, whether it fits society's standards of what should be, quote unquote, um, or whether, you know, it looks different, Right. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with you. And I think there's such a narrative that, like, there's something wrong, right? And, like, that's... It's true that, like, there can be things, like, you want to change, right? Or, you know, maybe you have struggled with your weight and you want to get to a better weight, a more healthier weight for you, right? I don't think that starts, at least in my experience... By shaming yourself and telling yourself, like, oh, you're so bad for being in this place, your body's not good, you know, look at this, look at who you are, and like all these things, right? You know, we have these narratives in our brains. And I think this is really, you know, both society's narratives and what we've downloaded from different people and like living and being a child and growing up and having people around us say things, right? Like there's a lot there to uncover. There's a lot there to work through. Um, And the inner work of that is so important. It's like, why do I believe this about myself, right? And what is ultimately true? What's ultimately true is like, you're okay. You're okay the way you are. If there are things you want to change, support yourself. We need to be our greatest advocates. We need to listen to our bodies and we need to be their advocates. And part of being their advocates is taking care of ourselves, is promoting health and well-being throughout our lives, is... You know, shifting our focus to like how can we nourish our bodies? How can we really strengthen them and build them up and like support ourselves, right? That's coming from such a kinder, more positive, more loving perspective. And I think that is body positivity, right? You can love yourself now where you are, and you can love you know where you're going and what you're cultivating, what you're creating through nourishing yourself. So you know, I think it's interesting that we have both these sides of the debate because I think they so go hand in hand and, you know, there's so many ways that you can get on your own side and there's so many ways that you can, you know, promote health and still be on your side and still be positive about yourself and still be your greatest advocate, encourager, you know, and still lift yourself up, you know, and I think it's about dismantling these narratives that like One body type is the right one, dismantling these narratives that you're somehow bad or wrong for being in this space, letting go of that completely and being like, okay, it doesn't matter what got me here, right? Let's let go of all of that and all of that baggage around that, all of those ideas around that, and think about what can I do to support myself today? What can I do to be kinder to myself today, be kinder to my body today? what feels good too, a lot of us think like, you know, or a lot of people in general is is what I've kind of seen, um, we think like, oh, it has to be hard, like we have to push ourselves so hard, it has to be challenging, it has to feel bad to be healthy, right, (laughs) like, you know, like exercise and stuff, right, You can get exercise through like walking around the mall and just walking and walking and enjoying and like you know window shopping like all these different things right and you don't have to go on a hike and get all sweaty right and maybe you love that right maybe you love going on a hike and being in nature and just like soaking that all up and that's fantastic there's nothing wrong with either thing right find what works for you and this is especially for exercise and we're talking we're going to talk about this more um later on in the month, but really find what works for you, you know, test out different, like, vegetables and different things, right, see what you like, right, and then, you know, nourish your body with things you love, and just appreciate the fact that, like, I have food in front of me right now, like, I have a meal, be present, you know, feel, you know, taste all of those things, and, like, feel the nourishment that gives your body, you know, And that just made me think of that scene in Parks and Rec where, like, um, I don't know if, I don't know if you guys watched that or you've seen that, but anyways, (laughs) that just reminded me of that scene in Parks and Rec where, like, Andy's, like, talking about how Chris, and Chris is, like, the super health nut character, basically, and Andy um, is, like, getting into fitness. I think this is when he's trying to become a cop and stuff, but he's, like, talking about how, like, you know, he taught me that like food gives you energy and he's like, he punches in the air and he goes like, that was pasta. And then he kicks and he goes, that was chocolate chip cookies or something. (laughs) That's just making me think of that. But anyways, just think of like how this nourishes you. Focus on nourishment. I really like the word nourish because it's like, you're giving yourself this space to reflect on like, what's going to best support me? How can I best support myself how can I best give myself what I need? And I think when we tune in, when we actually tune into our bodies, and we're going to talk about this with intuitive eating too, it's like, you know, a lot of people think, and I think there's this narrative too, of like, we can't trust ourselves. We can't trust ourselves. If something feels good, if like a certain exercise feels good and we want to do that, it's like, can we really trust ourselves, you know? And, And, or, you know, can we really trust ourselves to listen to our bodies and like, listen to what we need and stuff. And it's like, yes, you can. Like at the end of the day, when you really tune in, it's like, you don't always want, you know, cookies all the time. (laughs) Like, you know, I've practiced intuitive eating before. And it's like a lot of times when, you know, for me, at least when I've gone to sweets, you know, if I go to sweets a lot, um, it's because it's either out of habit or there's some deeper reason. I'm like, I don't actually want this. There's some deeper thing going on that's like, oh, maybe like, I'm like, oh, well, there's only like, you know, this opportunity to have like this, I don't know, piece of cake or whatever at this time and stuff. I should do it because I don't know if I'm gonna, you know, have this opportunity to have something this good again or something, you know, in terms of like, you know, maybe you're at a wedding and you like have cake or whatever. It's like, definitely, like, you can treat yourself, and you can do that, and, like, that's true, but, like, listen to your body, like, do you actually want that, right, you don't have to do something just because it's, like, well, I don't know if I'm gonna see this thing again, it's, like, maybe not, but maybe you don't really want it to begin with, (laughs) it's, like, if you don't really want something, don't do it, right, like, you know, don't, don't eat it, right, and I think it's so interesting, because once we dive into this bigger conversation these bigger reasons behind what we're doing and these motivations we begin to figure out and unravel a lot of things around first of all what we've been taught what we may have downloaded from other people and just beliefs as well like secondly beliefs in our lives that are like a deeper thing beyond just food and they talk about emotional eating versus you know intuitive eating all the time in in health circles and and different things and it's like, that is so true. Like there's a lot of times an emotional reason behind what we're, what we're doing. And that's, that's true regardless of what you're doing. But eating is one of those things that especially can be a trigger point for those things. So, you know, it's so important to like understand why you're doing what you're doing. And I think through tuning into your body, you start to really, and when you start to get excited and get You know, focused on nourishment and focused on supporting yourself and focused on like, how can I really give to myself and like cultivating that deep self love? That's a really beautiful place. That's a really good place of growth. That's a really good place of like, I feel good right now and I am giving myself what I need to feel good right now. And like, you are consistently supporting yourself through what you eat, through how you're exercising, through how you're talking to yourself. And so in that way, I think positivity, body positivity and health are very interconnected, can be very interconnected in a very positive way. And you don't have to create this narrative that like, you know, you're somehow bad or wrong for where you are. And like, that's how you're going to change. Like, I really don't think, for me, at least, it's not, that's never been the case. Like, I don't think you shame yourself into feeling better. Like you don't shame yourself into feeling good. You get on your own side. And through that, really begin to heal a lot of things, really begin to heal your relationship with yourself. And then you start to realize like, oh, like what would best support me? Well, let me do that now. Because it feels so good. And you realize like, this feels way better than shaming myself into changing because I just can't accept myself where I am. It's like, you know, that quote from that psychologist, um, Carl, let's see, I want to say Carl Young, but it's not, (laughs) that is not the guy, um, it's, like, the positive, I'm gonna actually just look it up, because I'm in front of my computer right now, but the positive psychologist, um, Carl Rogers, I didn't have to look it up, it's Carl Rogers, but, um, you know, he says, um, let's see, he says Carl Rogers. I like forgot the quote as I remembered his name, which is hilarious. Um Yes, okay, here it is. The curious pr- paradox is that when I accept myself just as I am, then I can change. And that's like so many things in w- one quote. It's like yes, like when you accept yourself as you are, then you can change and you don't accept yourself to change, right? But you accept yourself because you accept yourself and then through that through that positive connection and positive growth, right, to yourself and feeling like you're your own advocate and you're on your own side, everything grows from there and everything gets better because you begin to be your own encourager, advocate, support, and like we need to have that relationship with ourselves because if we don't, you know, we just, we continue patterns that are unhealthy for us. We continue patterns that are not good for us. And this is where we get ourselves stuck. And I think that's true, whether you're talking about body positivity, self-love, or whether you're talking about really anything else in your life, we need to be our own support system. And this is especially true with like, you know, relationships and emotional health and things like that, because, you know, codependency and, and things like that. It's like, we need to have a safe space within ourselves, right? And stop looking to everyone else and everything else outside of us to give us what we need or to give us that love. And, you know, a lot of times the conversation is like, you know, around body posit- positivity, um, not around body positivity, but it's like around, you know, weight loss or things like that, um, is like, you know, in our heads at least, from what I've from what I've kind of experienced in my own, which is looking around and in the world, right? And just being in the world as a person and especially as a woman, it's like, oh, once you get to this weight, you'll be happier. Oh, once you get to this body shape and this thing and this, once you fit into this dress and like all these things, it's like, then you'll be satisfied. Then you'll be happy. And it's like, no, like you're working against yourself. You're working backwards because you should feel happy now. And then once you get there, it's like, you know, that's just kind of, like, nice, right, but it's, like, love yourself now, accept yourself now, and know that, like, you can change, and you can have goals, and you can have things you want to change, and want to improve, but also get on your own side, because if you're not on your own side, how do you expect yourself to move forward, right, it's like you're dividing yourself, it's like you're two people, it's like you are trying to walk forward in whatever you're doing, and then you know someone's yelling at you that you can't do it right or you're not doing good enough or like you're just you're not going to make it or you're not good right and it's just like no one loves that like no one really progresses you know because they're like dividing against themselves and being like you're never going to be able to do this right like you're just giving yourself a harder time you're just making it more complicated for yourself you might as well get on your own side believe in yourself believe in your worth love yourself so deeply that you decide you know, I'm going to do this and I have the support to do this and I have my own back, right? Having your own back is so important having your own back is the difference between you you know, hating yourself and like thinking that's what's going to get you to change and you loving yourself and you experiencing that change inside out, right? And like that's transformative, right? That self-love and that advocacy for yourself and that getting on your own side, that's transformative. That transforms your life. And that's like far beyond anything to do with your physical, you know, health or state, but it does definitely affect that too. Um and it's it's really about just being on your own side and being your own advocate. So anyways, that is my perspective on that debate and obviously we're going to get into a lot more things throughout this month but yeah I'd love to hear your thoughts too you know um and just see how you feel about this it's interesting to me I think there's even a debate on this because you know obviously I get it but I think this is also there's also something to be said for like both you know and I think for me what I did you know um in my own journey and this actually was part of my health journey too, Um, you know, is like I started getting on my own side and I started thinking about what's going to nourish me. What am I doing for myself? What am I doing for my body? How am I listening to it? How am I getting on my own side, right? And like that changed everything for me. I felt so much better. I was able to really transform my health in a lot of ways because I'm supporting myself, I'm tuning in, I'm listening to my body. And there's still a lot of things where I have to, you know, kind of stop and like, listen to myself, like, especially I've noticed recently that there's been more narratives in my head around you know, my body that are not as positive. And so that's something that this month, I'm taking a month to look at it and really go like, okay, how can I move forward in a positive way? Um, But I'm also just talking about this, remembering all the ways that I did that before. Um, And so that's been helpful. (laughs) Um, I remember the importance of being on my own side, because we need to love ourselves. We need to accept ourselves. Like if we don't do that, we're living in our head with this person who's not with us, right? Like not, you know, for us and that's just not fair to ourselves, right? It's like if, if you can't get on your own side, it's like what are you doing, right? Like, you know, you deserve that. You're you're the one person you have to live with for the rest of your life, right? You know, Um, and obviously there's like people around you who will support you and stuff. It's like, why not support yourself, right? Why not give yourself what you need and be a resource for yourself? Because you are your own biggest resource and you are your own biggest asset. And your mindset is is one of the biggest assets you have, right? Um, And of course, like, you know this, right? And I know this. And I think practicing it is really the key, right? Um, And so obviously I'll give you more tips throughout the month, but... For now, just think about, like, think about these questions of, like, how can I nourish myself? How can I support myself? How can I start getting on my own side more? And, like, actually appreciating my body for what it does for me right now. And knowing that, like, I get to choose how I speak to myself. I get to choose, you know, how I'm changing in the process of of that and what that looks like. And how I get to support myself through my own transformation, inner and outer, right? You know, whether your goal is to be more healthy, and so you just want to, you know, have more nutritious meals, it's like, how can I create meals that really are, like, so good for me, that I love, that I feel nourished by, that when I taste them, I'm like, oof, this is so good, right? You know, and maybe that's finding recipes that you really love from chefs you really admire, right? Um, Or maybe that's you know, having one night a week where you just try a new recipe and have fun with that. Um or maybe that's finding an exercise routine that really gives you so much life, you know, maybe it's dancing in your kitchen, right? Maybe it's, you know, I've I've heard of this new f- new dance thing called kinergy. It's, it's um I can't remember who, some dancer did it, I can't remember her name, <laughs> a, a dancer is like really well known, I didn't know her before hearing of this workout, but Kinergy is is the name of the workout, and you can look that up and look her up, but um, it's a really fun dance workout, it, it does get you like sweating and stuff, but it's like 10 minutes or something, and if you do that like 10 minutes a day, right, that's just like you having fun and you know, you also taking care of your body, right? How can you make this fun for yourself? How can you make this positive? How can you make this good and nourishing and kind and positive and loving, right? You know, if we're not loving to ourselves, it's like, what's the point, right? Like, what's the point? Be loving to yourself, be kind to yourself because you are the one you have to live with, right? Um, And I'm saying this and I know this and you need this reminder too because I've had thoughts come up like that and, you know, I probably need to do some mirror work, most likely, and just look in the mirror and, like, appreciate, you know, my body and, like, look at that, you know. Sometimes I just stop and, like, look at myself and I'm like, okay, like, I like my eyes or I like, you know, I don't know, my fingernails, right, (laughs) and just, like, appreciate some parts of my body because I'm like, you know, this is a blessing to be here in this vessel and, you know, or, or I appreciate my outfit today or something. Like, You know, and just, like, appreciating that and just, like, noticing those things because sometimes we can get into these head spaces where we are beating ourselves up or we are looking at our perceived flaws, right? And, you know, the truth is, like, somebody else may not really see that, first of all. It may not really be a flaw. It's just, like, a construction of our minds, right, that we're, like, obsessed with this one thing, but it's, like, other people don't necessarily see it that way. Um, or it could just be something that you're like, you know what? I do want to work on like healing my acne or something. Right. And maybe you like nurture yourself with some really good, high quality skincare, or, you know, you just like wash your face more, right. And just enjoy that evening routine of like washing your face and doing your skincare before you go to bed, you know, and like support yourself, right. Support yourself. And I think pausing to just, like, appreciate different parts of your body, I know that sounds, like, weird, (laughs) like, probably someone who hasn't heard of these exercises before, but it's just, like, that's actually really powerful, and looking in the mirror, and, like, being, like, what do I love about myself, what do I really love about, you know, what I look like today, right, and just, like, enjoying that, and appreciating that, and being, like, yeah, like, I really do appreciate my eyes, and I like the color of my eyes, and, like, I really like that, you know? I really appreciate that, or I like my nails, because, like, I painted them this really cool color, and they look really cool, and I like them, right? And, like, that's a way to kind of get on your own side and just be like, you know, this is what I appreciate, and I love being in this vessel, right? This vessel of my body that I choose to take care of, that I choose to nurture, that I choose to nourish. And that is so powerful. So powerful. Um, just do that, you know? So I probably need to do that more to be honest. (laughs) Um, because I have been noticing some thought patterns coming up that I'm not exactly super excited about. So, um, I am going to, you know, practice doing that this month. And that's one thing I actually put on my planner this month because I was mapping out my goals for the month, um, which I haven't sat down to do in like a while, um, because I had been in a really busy season and kind of let go of some things that were kind of maintenance for me. And so now I'm getting back into them and making sure that I incorporate that throughout the, you know, next, my next year in, in university, um, because it's a busy season, but it's so important to take care of yourself, Right. Um, and just sitting down for like an hour a month or something and just being like, what are my goals? And then, you know, week by week or day by day, just going like, okay, let me check in with that and just see where I am, right? And that could be a 15 minute thing, you know, where you just check in in the morning and go like, okay, how am I doing? What am I creating? What am I cultivating, right? How am I cultivating new habits that support me, right? Or old habits that support me, you know? Keeping on doing those things that are working for you um, and, you know, for your for your body and body positivity it's like what are you doing for that right could you do some mirror work could you do just some appreciation um, actually I have a list of practices in the collective for this month in this monthly in our monthly package for the month where we you know share a meditation and affirmation journaling prompts um, I have a list a whole list of practices to choose from um, for for the girls in the collective because you know, I think it's so important to have a bunch of, bunch of examples and options because we're not always taught how to love our bodies or how to show our bodies love. And I think it's so important to do that, you know, and to have those resources. Um, So just a few, you know, are, are like the mirror work I was talking about, appreciating your body, thinking about the things that you're grateful for, that your body does for you, right? Um, You know, dry brushing is one. Dry brushing is like it was one of my favorite things to do for a long time. And I've actually gotten out of the habit, which I probably should do that more now that I'm thinking about it. Um, but I need to get back in the habit. I actually have a dry brush hanging in my bathroom, um, that I always see, but like somehow it like just skips my brain every so often. So I need to get back into that habit, but basically it's this thing where like, you can actually um it's actually very good for your lymph nodes and and your health um of your skin but basically you're like brushing away all of this dead skin and all these dead skin cells. Um I think it's before you shower. You may want to look that up because I remember I used to know like it was like either before or after you shower you like brush it all brush all your dead skin cells off. I think it's before because then you you stimulate your lymph nodes, you get in the shower, and it's, like, nice and warm, and your skin just gets, like, a luxurious little treatment. You can do that, like, once a week or something, and it's such a great way to take care of yourself, take care of your body, and just feel connected to it, too. Um, so that's one thing that I really used to love to do, and that's very good for your hormonal health, too. Um, if you're someone who, like, struggles with something like PCOS or um, endo or something like that, it can be really good for your hormones um, and to just... You know get your blood pumping to like you know not like in a energy way but just like it helps your blood circulation <laughs> um I don't know how to say that I guess it just helps your blood circulation I don't know but um and I've heard it's good for your hormones so but you can look that up and you know see all the benefits of that but it's very good for you it helps you connect with your body um you know you can also like rub lotion on and just really like connect with the strength of like your legs and your ankles and your feet and stuff and just really ground yourself in your body because so often we live in our brains and you know people in like I don't know the yogic circles and stuff talk about like living in the mind and like how your energy's all up there right and it's like so important to ground yourself in your body and exercise is a way to do that yoga's a way to do that meditation's a way to do that you know, grounding yourself and actually going outside and just standing and, like, feeling your feet on the ground is a way to do that. Um, you know, as well as, like, rubbing lotion on yourself and just feeling, like, you know, the connection to your skin, the connection to your body. Um, that's a really good way to do that, you know? Um, yeah, there's so many other practices. Um, so if you want to get access to all of those and get access to our monthly meditation... We have a body scan meditation this month, which I think is going to be super helpful, um, especially if you've been feeling a bit more disconnected from your body. Um, this can be super helpful. So you can go ahead and check that out. I'll link that below in the description um, for you guys. So you can just go to thequeencollective.co. That's thequeencollective.co. And you can sign up there. Um, its twelve ninety nine a month. So, um, you know, and you get, like, a monthly meditation, affirmation, journaling prompts, quote of the month, wallpaper, we have, like, a whole library of things now that you can go through, and each month we have a new theme from our intentional life wheel, which goes through six areas of life, um, spiritual, financial, relationships, career, um, personal development, um, and... Let's see. I always forget the sixth one. Let's see. Spiritual, financial, career, relationships, personal development. Oh, um, physical. Of course, physical. Oh, my God. The one I forgot is the one I'm talking about right now. That's hilarious. Anyways, physical health and things like that and physical self-care. But basically all these areas of life where, you know, you can cultivate balance. Um, and we go through that every six months. So each month we have a different theme from you know, each category of the wheel and we just go through and really check in with ourselves and it's a way to jumpstart your self-care practice um, and really provide you resources, provide yourself resources you can use to um, up your self-care and just check in with yourself and really make sure you're on track and cultivating balance and really cultivating centeredness throughout your life. Um, And so it's really powerful. So anyways, you can check that out if you want to um, in the link in the description, um, or just go to our website, thequeencollective.co. And yeah, I hope you've enjoyed this episode. I hope it's given you a bit more perspective, especially if you haven't heard of this debate. I hope that my perspective is kind of a fresh one, um, because I really do feel like it's interesting how these two sides are kind of pitted against one another even though like I feel like they're kind of should be married in some ways it's like that should be like health should be in you know just together with you know body positivity like it should be in unison um that's the word I was looking for (laughs) in unison um with body positivity I think that's like if you love yourself and you love your body and you accept yourself and you accept your body it's like you know, obviously you're gonna take care of it, like, sure, of course, like, sure, like, yes, <laughs> you know, so, and then that looks different for everyone, right, and that's, you know, you take care of it how you see fit and how you feel best, and, like, there's no, I don't think there's any really wrong way to do that, obviously take care of yourself, obviously take care of your health and, and listen to your professionals if they're telling you something you need to change, right, um, But, you know, it's like we have so many options available for what we can eat and how we can eat and how we can give to ourselves in terms of, like, our self-talk and, you know, nourishing meals and exercises that really feel good because there's so much you can do and there's so much out there for you, right? You know, and I think there's not one size fits all and there's kind of this myth that there is and there's just, there's not, you know? So, yeah. So anyways, I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Please share it if you love it. Um, Go ahead and leave us a review if you really like this episode. Um, And yeah, be sure to continue the conversation online. You can, you know, connect with The Queen Collective on Instagram at thequeencollective.co. That is .co, just like our website. Um, And on Pinterest. um, And... Yeah, I think I'm going to actually start posting these on YouTube too. So I'll be there probably as well um, by the time you're listening to this. (laughs) Um, So that's another place where we can just continue the conversation. Um, And yeah, I mean, feel free to like share your thoughts as well and just share as well like what you would like to see next. I have three more episodes planned for this month, but I'm so happy to just take your feedback and really make this show the best it can be. Um, And that's the same thing with the membership. We have to actually have a suggestion box, quote unquote, a suggestion box (laughs) in our um, membership. We have this form that you can fill out so that if you want a feature in the membership that is not currently there, um, you can ask us about it, and we will totally, like, take your feedback into account, and, you know, possibly add that feature if we get enough interest in it, um, and so that really matters to me that we are creating a community that's, like, you know, that has our members at its heart, um, and it has you at our heart wherever we are, right, wherever this positive space is, right, <laughs> wherever the Queen Collective is, like, that it is a positive space, and it is a space where we take um, members feedback and where we would take people's feedback in the spaces we're in so um yeah that really that really matters to me so <laughs> um so you can find us on there and find us you know on pinterest and our website and come say hi definitely if you want to send me a dm you totally can i love chatting with you guys and thank you so much for listening today